Drew Garabo live. Never hurt nobody. So what was that? Goes like this. But cannabis, cannabis, cannabis. Oh, I really want some of this. But cannabis, cannabis, cannabis. Oh, I really want some of this. Say yo. Welcome back. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five one eight hundred seven seven one. 1025. How are are you still being? Uh, is everybody still good uh, taking care of you over there at the house? Are you? Yeah. Uh, I feel like you've been you've been tended to properly during uh, during this downtime. Uh, yeah, you know I, I've I've wanted uh, for nothing really. I've uh, been taking vitamin C and zinc and uh, hydrating a lot. I haven't. Uh, haven't gone hungry, so yeah, no, everybody's been really good. I have been. I actually, I, I didn't share this with you. I think it was maybe Thursday or Friday of last week when I was just in the midst of just being completely paranoid, which I still have a little in me, uh, you know, about whether or not we were going to get it. I, I, I actually made myself sick by taking too many vitamins. Oh no! I, I woke up and I took my Baraka that I take every day, and then yeah. I took it with two vitamin C pills and a <laughs> zinc pill, and then a little bit later at lunch, I took more zinc. And when I got done with the show that day, uh, I literally, I physically got sick. So uh, no. I was trying to do the right thing, but th- also I am smart enough to know that if I had it at that point, no amount of zinc or vitamin C was going to make <laughs> it go away. You know, your, your vitamin doses though, may be one of the things that's very much helping you because they're finding with COVID that people uh, from loss of appetite and a bunch of other things, they're depleting their body of things like vitamin B thiamide and yeah. stuff like that. And that can lead to actually brain damage, which causes symptoms similar to Alzheimer's. Oh, man. Oof. Yeah, I take, I really, really, and I'm not, I'm in no way saying this is why I didn't get it, but uh, I take that Baraka every morning, which is a vitamin C, vitamin B supplement that I've kind of just, It's a, they say it gives you like a clean uh, energy. And I know that people uh, across the pond swear by it for, uh, for their immune system and stuff. So, so yeah. whatever miracle has occurred, I, I don't know how. I, I'm just I'm just very, very grateful at this exact moment. Take and run. Uh, my friend Jen from Jenna Torture sent me along some tips on what to do if I started to feel bad. And she said, Pepsid AC four times a day acts as an H2 blocker and a high blood level can minimize the spike protein oh. acceptance into new cells and areas of the body, not just gastrointestinal, but lungs, heart, etc. I remember this. I remember that. I'm trying to think of exactly what it is because I am a, a expert in uh, in the heartburn medication mm. and I'm trying to think which one it was. But yeah, there's a, there's an active ingredient. Um, oh yeah, it's 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 the, I don't know how, to, how the hell to say it, but the Fam, famotidine, F-A-M-O-T-I-D-I-N-E. Yeah, I heard that uh, that that it can help with clinical improvement in COVID nineteen patients. That's so insane how that works. Interesting, isn't it? Something that is just being you know the, is being given to people for their heartburn can oh, oh spoiler alert also help you get through COVID. <laughs> it's absolutely it's crazy. Uh, John's joints today being brought to you by Chassis. It is man care. For down there, it is summertime, gentlemen, uh, which can be very disastrous for that area between your legs. If you're going to be moving about in any form or fashion, uh, you want to make sure you're dry, you're clean, and you're odor-free. And that's what Chassis can do for you. They have an entire line of products that can make sure you have no issues in that 
chassis area. Whether you go for the shower primer to start your day, it's the five-in-one soap that was built just for the area in between your legs. They've got the restoration cream, a nice lotion to soften the hair and get you ready to tackle the day. But the powder that changed the game is the difference maker for me. You can go premium ice or ice max. In the summer months, there's only one way to go, and that's ice max. Keep your undercarriage clean, dry, and chafe-free with chassis stock up on all the chassis products at chassisformen.com. That's C-H-A-S-S-I-S for men.com. Hell yeah. So we've been uh we've been talking or talked last week about it's it's just hard to wrap your head around why the governor, our governor, Ron DeSantis, would be heading out of the state while it seems as if we've got some things popping here in the old Sunshine State. Clearly, COVID uh, is back in full force, and, and there are things that come with that. Locally here, we've got a red tide disaster that continues to get worse, if not better, if just not better every single day. There's, I'm now seeing that the winds are, have turned westerly, which could make it even worse uh, for certain West Coast beaches. So people want to know, Ron, why are you leaving Florida to go to the Texas border to, to help them out with uh, illegal immigration when you should be here? Well, he's clapping back. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis stepped up his criticism of President Biden's immigration policy yesterday, warning that law enforcement personnel informed him that many migrants they have encountered at the border were bound for Florida. DeSantis targeted Biden shortly after the governor returned from a trip to the southern border in support of his move to send Florida law enforcement resources to Texas to assist with the local response to the immigration crisis. DeSantis said he was surprised by his discussions with state officers who were sent to the border. They've made over, this is in Ronnie D's words, they've made over 2,000 apprehensions, over 100 felony arrests, and they say almost 70% of everybody uh, that they have interacted with said they're all ultimate destination was the state of florida if you think that's a if you think that having a wide open border a thousand miles however far it is was a or was away doesn't affect here you're wrong hmm. the statistics that desantis cited could not be independently verified florida sent uh, law enforcement officers to the border following a request for assistance from the texas governor greg abbott and arizona governor uh doug ducey in june so I mean, I don't know why that hasn't been like that just seems like a very uh, big bullet point that should be being drilled home from the second this decision was made, which I don't think we've heard of now until he had to leave the state. (sighs) The timing is just a bit suspect with our COVID numbers exploding and the disgusting red tide that's probably due to Piney Point. Uh, infecting our coasts, you know? Yeah, it's just the optics of it, whether we there are real effects to Florida, uh, whether or not his presence here for one day really makes a difference, which I'm sure it doesn't. Like, what is that guy going to be doing in one day uh, right. that's going to make an actual difference on the ground? I'm sure he, he was still working remotely, but just it's just that look. It's the same. It's not the same, but it's the same ballpark as when there was the terrible flooding going on in Texas mm. and uh, uh, Ted Cruz was flying out of the state. It's not the same exact thing, but when things aren't great in your state and you're heading somewhere else, you're you're kind of opening the door, right or wrong, to some criticism. 
Bad optics. DeSantis argued the border crisis would turn around very quickly if Biden reinstituted Trump-era policies he reversed by executive order shortly after taking office. He called for the reinstatement of the migrant protection protocols, which required asylum seekers to remain in Mexico during their immigration proceedings. So, uh, hey, he's not, you know, he's, we have yet to see Ron DeSantis back off on one thing. Like, he never was <laughs> passionate about one, about something, and then at some point shortly thereafter goes, eh, turns out I didn't really want to help them out, and I'm just going <laughs> to hang tight, and the borders are going to be fine. So, not surprising to hear this from, from Ronnie D, but right. you, know, you be the judge. You mentioned Piney Point. We've been talking about the red tide catastrophe uh, playing itself out, which seems to be, I mean, I'm reading the headlines that St. Pete has become the epicenter of red tide. And I know a lot of stuff kind of gets funneled right into uh, to St. Pete. Um, mm. But this is going to make that situation worse, I would imagine. More than 1,000 gallons of raw sewage was discharged into Smacks Bayou in St. Petersburg, the city says. According to Florida's Department of Environmental Protection, a force a force main at one of the city's wastewater collection systems located near 31st Avenue and Maple Street failed, causing the discharge. In total, 1,300 gallons of wastewater made its way into the bayou. The DEP says exposed surfaces were cleaned and disinfected. Warning signs are also in place while crews collect samples what we are doing to this state whether intentional or not is so disgusting and disappointing isn't it it really is and i said to you during the break half joking uh the, 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 we just need a solar flare to just wipe all of us off the face of the earth because i mean when you just look at the situation with our water here in the Tampa Bay area, uh, I mean, what what should be looked at as our greatest gift, our shining, uh, you know, that that shining thing in this city that people come from far and wide uh, to experience and frolic in, and it's garbage right now. I mean, it's yep. literal garbage. I mean, there are dead fish everywhere, and I know there's a few places currently, and, and, and I do also understand that red tide is naturally occurring, but what we're seeing now, I believe, uh, is is far, far exacerbated by Piney Point and God knows what else has happened. Uh, and throw a little fecal matter on top of it while you're at it. Yep. I wonder if uh, I wonder if the sewage has any effect on red tide. Like I can't think of anything mm. off the top of my head. Uh, but I, I would wonder, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be messed up if they found out the only thing that can uh, kill red tide is human sewage? <laughs> oh, man. They're just like, hey, we hate to tell you this, but we got to oh, dump a bunch of dookie water in there uh, to get rid of this red tide. So you're still not going to want to get in it. We just won't have any red tide. Did you see what Moat Marine Aquarium is trying? I think they're spraying clay on top of it or something like that. Yes, I have. Uh, I have saw I did witness this morning something about clay being the possible killer of red tide. So, mm. hey, any exp – I don't know, and, and maybe it's happening and we just don't know, anything that the federal government can be doing from an experimentation standpoint to try and find a way to get this to go away or help the water, they should be doing it. Whether yeah. it's clay in the water, whether it's – I've heard talk of uh, artificial reefs that could help in certain areas, but – Whatever the hell is going on, there's got to be a way with all of the resources we have as a country to do something to at least slow it down. And it seems like we're going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Anything better than us throwing our hands up in the air and saying, oh, well.
Throw your hands up in the air. Throw your hands, your hands up, up in the air. Put mm-hmm. your hands up in the Sorry air. Uh, some COVID news uh, from locally here. Uh, and go figure, it's it's not that good. WFLA had a piece this morning that talked with doctors and nurses at Tampa General Hospital. And there's a major surge. Uh, it used to be around 10 patients. Then it went up to 30. And now we're up to 56 patients. That coming from Dr. Sita Lakshmi, uh, who's telling eight on your side. The doctor said the hospital is treating younger patients with an average between 20 and 50 years old. Most currently are not vaccinated. Uh, The statement goes on to say right now more than 90% of our admitted patients are unvaccinated and also 99% of our deaths have been in the unvaccinated group, the doctor says. The way the Delta variant is panning out, if you're vaccinated, you might get a head cold. If you're a vaccinate, if you are not vaccinated, you go through the whole thing of lung disease and sometimes even ventilators. It's absolutely Heartbreaking. The Hillsborough County Health Department said it was dealing with more than 500 new virus cases. <sighs> uh, check of the county's vaccination rates, and this is Hillsborough specifically, uh, have learned that 46% of eligible residents have received at least one dose of the vaccine, while 38% are fully vaccinated. <sighs> I mean... The- the, the people who are fully vaccinated and who are not only put, testing positive for the virus, but are also showing symptoms, that's just insane to me. Yeah, and I don't, uh, I, I know why it's not being talked about, because you want people to get vaccinated. But I, right. I will say, I always believe, in, and I think there's a sign and I, when, when you're seeing it on, within your famous people or people that are enough to make a note out of it. Like last week, you had the dude that calls the games for the NBA and Rich Eisen in a single day. If in a single day, two borderline famous people can have it happen to them, I imagine yeah. it's happening to a lot of people. I know that you know people and we've heard stories locally of those that, that have had the vaccine, double vaxxed even, and still get it. Not And just from my perspective, not seeing a lot of those people end up dead or really, really sick, it seems, if there's a silver right. lining there. There is. Critical race theory, a very hot-button issue, a very much uh, debated issue in this country. And a whistleblower is speaking out after what they're calling critical race theory training amongst Hasbro. Hasbro, which that's the company that makes games, right, from what I understand? Yes, yes. Babies as young as three months old can already show racial preferences and and show slight racism. According to a mandatory Hasbro CRT training session secretly recorded by one of its employees, the controversial lecture given by the conscious kid claimed babies uh, racial biases only grow as they age and that kids as young as two are already using race to reason about people's behaviors. We may see this play out in daycare or on the playground and how kids are starting to choose or exclude their playmates and friends. That coming from the training. Uh, Packing engineer David Johnson blew the whistle after hearing about the racially driven rhetoric he was going to hear in the meeting. 
Johnson worked as a contractor for the famed toy maker uh, through London-based IT group firm Harvey Nash. He first shared the contents of the training uh, with Project Veritas, who we've heard of before. I felt parents really needed to know what was happening. The training was led by Conscious Kid co-founder Kate Izuka. It appears to suggest that children's racial bias escalates as they observe adults, uh, the social order around them, according to information that has been shared. I mean, three to say that a three-month-old <laughs> baby can be racist. Well, not, not that it can be racist, but the only way that happens is if a very young child is exposed to racist behavior from their parents. Could a baby in three months even understand what an adult is saying enough to form opinions on it? Not, I mean, I'm no pediatrician, but that seems pretty far-fetched to me. Yeah, it, it really sounds like age is the, mad, uh, the magic number, uh, or I'm sorry, five is the magic number uh, when it comes to age. It goes on to say that white children can show pro-white bias by age five. At the age of five, children show many of the same racial attitudes held by adults children are really sensitive to the status of different racial groups in our society and show a high status bias towards white people, which is the socially privileged group in our society. White <sighs> children show pro-white bias at this age. That's obviously coming from the, uh, from the training. Man. Those are some times. Those are we are we are certainly in some interesting times. And I think sometimes just verbiage can, can do a lot because I don't think that just saying outright, if a kid grows up around a racist family, they can start being pretty racist themselves at five. Like, I don't think just saying that on the surface feels wrong. No, that part of it feels right. Yeah. So, but like a, a three month old, that feels a little odd. It's just every, everything now, no matter what it is, no matter what side it is, everybody's just always got to just go that one step past that makes other people uncomfortable whatever that may be and you yeah. can pretty much apply that to any uh any belief that someone has on either political no matter their political beliefs that it just things are all about pushing it to the extreme now like when you look at texas and they just eliminated the requirement of teaching in schools that the ku klux klan is evil yeah, like, exactly. Like exactly. I, I think we're okay yeah. teaching that. You know? it, it, well, it's it's one. It's it's the same exact thing, really, because it, in in order to push back against critical race theory, which uh, people have legitimate argument, arguments and concerns regarding that, but you can't just do that. You got to go one step in the opposite direction and say, <laughs> and we're not really comfortable teaching kids that the Ku Klux Klan is bad. Yeah, there's just no middle ground where you can say, you know, let's let's make kids aware of what it's taken to make America what it is now without making people feel guilty for being part of a certain ethnicity. I you mean, know? I think we could all just, if we just boil it down, we can all just agree that we want to make America great again. I don't know about that phrase. I feel triggered. Okay. I apologize about that. <laughs> uh, people are still... In the year 2021, as we sit here on certain days and talk about, oh, my gosh, is this going to be the news that brings the decriminalization of marijuana to a federal level? Uh, those those conversations happen, and it feels like progress, but there are still people working and being successful at stifling the plant, and it's happening locally here in Florida. New rules laying out the do's and don'ts physicians must follow when certifying patients to smoke medical marijuana 
have taken effect as of last week, but it's not clear that doctors or patients are aware of them. Patients certified or recertified to smoke medical marijuana must sign a new standardized consent form as of last Tuesday. That form, for the first time, includes information about the dangers of smoking near oxygen tanks and advises patients to check their marijuana supplies for mold and contam- and mm. contaminant. Conta- wait, whoa, what? I got it. You got this. Contaminants. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say, I don't want to slight anybody at the Tampa Bay Times, but I do believe this is misspelled. I'm never one to... Uh, mm. Can you spell contaminants, contaminants for me? Get only if you say it first. Contaminant. Well, well, I don't know. You want me to say it like it's said here? Contaminants. Mm. Is that right? I don't know. What do you? How do you think it's spelled? C U N. Okay. C O N T A M I N A N T S. Does that sound right? Do the last part again. C O N T. C O N T. A M I N A N T S. Contaminants. Hey, nobody's on trial here. Also, physicians must <laughs> adhere to newly adopted practice standards that, for the first time, spell out what the doctors must do to certify patients and what information needs to be included in the medical records. The State Office of Medical Marijuana Use, however, does not have on its website the new standardized consent form. Additionally, the new physician practice guidelines aren't posted on the Board of Medicine or the Board of Osteopathic Medicine websites. Moreover, statewide medical groups have not been advised uh, to their members or has not been advised to their members that new rules are in effect. What a disaster. Oof. I mean, to, to think that still after, if you're somebody who, who was fighting, what this feels like to me is the people who were fighting to make sure that there was never any smokable weed are still very much sad and in their feelings and fighting for every little nugget that they can to yeah. make it just that much harder to to get smokable weed. But without knowing the exact storyline, it kind of feels like the system is bucking back. Correct. Because nobody knows about it. They're in effect, right. but nobody's talking about them and nobody's <laughs> even implementing them, even though they're supposed to be implemented. And you only find out about it when you get certified or recertified. Well, and I would love to know the true story and reason behind you, why they've got to say that you need to check your weed for mold mm. and mildew. Because that right. sounds like a scare tactic to me. Sure does. I mean, especially when you're talking about a a plant that is being regulated by the state. You can't just be a guy who grows some weed. Uh, you know, those those facilities are being checked and regulated. So I would think finding moldy weed at your dispensary Ooh. is something that's not happening very, very often. I hope not. And lastly, the Olympics are coming, baby, but they might be canceled. We're just three days away from the opening ceremony of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, hopefully. With the increase of COVID-19 cases, head of the organizing committee, Toshiro Muto, could not guarantee the Olympics would go on as they continue to monitor the concerning spread of the virus. Muto said in a statement to the Daily Mail, we can't predict what will happen with the number of coronavirus cases, so we will continue discussions if there is a spike in cases. We have agreed that based on the coronavirus situation, we will convene five-party talks again. At this point, the coronavirus cases may rise or fall. So we will think about what we should do when the situation 
arises. After Monday, the number of COVID-19 cases connected to the Olympic Games was at 71. There were 13 new cases on Monday alone, including U.S. gymnastics alternate Kara Eaker. Basketball stars Bradley Beal and Zach Levine or Levine also have entered COVID protocols. Levine. What what, do we? I mean, if everybody's accepting that you to go participate in the Olympics, you might get some COVID. Yeah. And we've come this far. I don't see how they cancel this thing. Uh, I don't either. And this is, uh, I mean, the, the more and more positive tests that you see. It's crazy. You saw the cardboard beds that are the no yeah. sex beds, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was kind of an urban legend, if or it was real, because I saw that they made cardboard bags so that people wouldn't have sex on them. But then I saw there were some other Olympic athletes posting videos of themselves jumping on the cardboard beds to prove that yeah. they could bang on them if need be. Yeah, if one person can jump on them, that means two people can bang. Man, I just, I guess it's I, I'm not the right person to really even ask because my my level of interest in the Olympics modern yeah. day is about as low as humanly possible. Same. The, the uh, breakdancing is going to be in it this year, though, which is uh, which is kind of fun. <laughs> I'd rather watch the X Games. I, th- I got a big kick out of that 12-year-old kid pulling off the 1080 in front of Tony Hawk. Is that happening live right now? We're in the midst uh, of the X Games? Uh, I think we are. It was on last weekend. I watched it a little bit after golf. Man, I don't know if they used to promote it more or if it was just a, a yeah. young man's game. Because when the X Games were on when I was in high school, it was I had to be watching every second of it. Oh, yeah. And now I don't even know what day it's on or if it's happening. <laughs> The snowboarding, the skateboarding, so cool. Oh man, I remember, I remember back in the day, and I don't know if this is still a, if it's still an X Games sport because you never see it. They did the, the, I think it was barefoot skiing, but they would jump off this like really high tower. Do you remember that? No, I could have made that up, but that's one, <laughs> that's one of my favorite X Games uh, memories. May or may not be real, and uh, I'm all burnt up as well. Well, then, John, why don't we come back and talk about what your kids might have to do when they go back to school this fall that I'm not sure is a bad idea with the numbers doing what they are right now. We'll do that. Uh, I'd also love to tell you about Medi Mm -hmm. Weight Loss. It's the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable, keeps you losing weight, and it keeps you losing the good weight. It's easy to get sucked into looking at the number on the scale every morning and live and die by that. There's a lot more to it. That's why when I go to Medi Weight Loss and I stand on the futuristic scale, I sit down with the nurses and the doctor, and she looks at that printout and goes, okay, looks like you're a little dehydrated, or maybe you're a little overhydrated. Your fat mass is doing this. Your muscle content is doing this so you ensure not only are you losing weight you're losing the right weight and they want to give bone listeners a free assessment if you go to startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED-LOSS you can start your journey with a free assessment they've got locations in South Tampa Brandon Lutz and Clearwater if you make that call make sure you let them know that you heard John Senning talking about it on Drew Garabo Love it's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Reference. Case in point, our client was injured in a major restaurant chain and was told they wouldn't get a dime from the restaurant. But that didn't stop our team from proving that the restaurant's floor was dangerous. And we got them to pay nearly a half a million dollars. And on top of that, they completely changed their floors, making the restaurant safer for future customers. Fair and Farah, here for you, here for good. With all the new people moving here recently, we thought it'd be a good idea to explain International Diamond Center. If you've lived here a while, you already know this, so bear with us. 
International Diamond Center, also known as IDC, is not an ordinary jewelry store. It was started decades ago by a major East Coast diamond supplier, Keith LeClaire. Keith had international connections with diamond cutters and would sell diamonds to upscale jewelry stores. Then he decided to start selling direct to the public at prices that undercut traditional jewelers in a big way. This no middleman approach caught on big, and now IDC is one of the largest and most successful jewelers in America, still providing exceptional quality and astonishing value. So if you've just moved here from New York or California or wherever, know that IDC is the area's go-to place for diamonds, fine designer jewelry, and Swiss timepieces. Just be prepared to be a little shocked when you see how great our values are, especially compared to where you came from. International Diamond Center, just another great reason you made the move south. Get details, directions, store hours, and more at shopidc.com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 